0: another video for virtualsheetmusic.com. Uh, today um, I have kind of a special video. Um, uh, the, uh, um, uh, the, the main topic of this video is going to be uh, actually two different things and, and they relate directly to um, uh, the piece uh, uh, "Cole Nidre by Max Brook which I've recently uh, edited uh, in a new version for virtualsheetmusic.com that you can download off the website. Um, I'm going to talk about two main things um, I hope to I'll also at some point later not in this video but in a later video actually uh, put together a whole performance of, of this uh, for you with uh, piano and everything like that uh, but today I'm just going to talk about uh, uh, two things that I think are very important um, uh, to develop in your technique in order to play this piece well. Uh, the first one is expressive shifting. Now in my shifting video I focused Uh, primarily on hidden shifts, you know, the ability to get from one point to another um, and uh, make it sound like you're not shifting at all um, you know, to really hide any sort of sound uh, of the shift. Now in expressive shifting you want to do quite the opposite you really want to control uh, the shift as much as you can uh, so that uh, the audience hears a little bit of slide or a little bit of something, but in a very expressive, very vocal way. Um, In the very beginning of the Col Nidre, in in my edition, I I started on on the D string, um, and I do so to kind of uh, get a certain expressive effect. And here, you hear a downward slide. And then here, an upward slide, now I'd like to talk about those two slides right there. First of all, the downward slide, here, how I'm achieving this is the first thing I have to do is I have to kind of start to lean back on this finger, on the second finger, you can kind of see me do that, and then slowly kind of mesh the first finger down. Now I'm going to do most of my sliding on that first finger. If I do too much of it on the second finger, I end up with a totally different kind of slide. So you have to be able to master both. Now this first one that I'm talking about is what's called, well at least I like to call it a new finger shift or a new finger slide, where the new finger, which is uh, the the first finger, the one that we're going to, is the one that's doing most of the sliding. So you'll see that I'm sliding primarily on that finger. Um, if I wanted to do an old finger, which is the second one I demonstrated, then you see I slide primarily more on the second finger, and I only bring the first finger down when I actually want to, you know, Well, when it needs to come down. Like that. So it's either or. Now I think the one that sounds more vocal definitely is is the new finger. I think I mentioned that in my uh, shifting video too. Anyway, here it is. Now it's the same way on the way up. You'll hear it. I use another new finger shift now how I do this is I make sure that I really as I start to move you see I lean I always lean back if I'm shifting back I always lean forward if I'm shifting forward as I lean forward I start to kind of mesh again that second finger in and then I just kind of open up the hand Now of course to do all this well, all of the fundamentals have to be in place, but most importantly that thumb. The other thing is the elbow. If the elbow is too low, it's going to impede the motion of the shift. This part of the cello is going to get too much in your way. So if you're down here, it's going to be too difficult. You need to be more up here. Now there's a lot of other places. Um, in this piece where I use those kinds of shifts. Now, I didn't mark them that way in the edition uh, because I want um, uh, all of you who are playing this piece uh, to really um, think about those issues on your own uh, where you want to put those slides. I tend to use quite a bit in this piece uh, because I think it it fits the style and also if you've ever heard um, a cantor uh, at at a Jewish temple sing um, they, they usually sing with a lot of very wonderful graceful slides so since this piece is in, kind of in that vein um, I think we should play also in that style um, so the second thing I want to talk about So that we talked about the expressive shifting. The second thing is actually changing the speed of your vibrato during a note. Now there's many places in this where this is absolutely necessary. If you don't change the speed of the vibrato during the note, the note just kind of sits there and is kind of dead. For example, a a little bit later on in the piece, we have this note, this A, this is in measure 21 if, if you have a copy of this. I have to do something to that note, or that note's going to be very boring. If I just let it sit, sure, it's kind of a nice sounding note, but it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. It's kind of purposeless. It's uh, um, the equivalent of a, you know if a note were to sit on the You know, sit on a couch with a big bag of Doritos and, uh, you know, something like that. We don't want notes like that that are just kind of lethargic and don't do anything. That's kind of boring. So we want to do something to it. And we do that, well, also by changing the, the speed of the bow as well, but primarily with the vibrato. So I'm going to start. You'll notice I start the note with a little less vibrato, and then I increase the speed and the width as I go. So you always have to be changing those things on every long note. So later in the piece we have this beautiful melody. You can't just let it sit, or it's kind of boring. I'm kind of bored playing it, you know? So you you have to change the speed of the vibrato and the width as you play. to be doing different things on every single note so that notes never just sit. That's the worst possible thing. Um, So so please keep those things in mind um, as you're going through this piece, or really any piece where you're playing a a long melody. Um, You never want notes to just kind of sit there. You always want them to have direction, and one of the ways you can do that is by changing the speed of the vibrato during the note. Um, so that's that's an important technique to have. Also, the expressive shifting. Um, uh, you know, I I think of somebody like Lynn harrell who slides quite a bit. Um, uh, I, maybe I wouldn't like to slide as much as him, um, but uh, certainly we should be able to. You know, I think we should have um, enough technique so that the things that we really like about other players, whoever they are, are things that we can. Uh, uh, you know, um, at least have a chance at duplicating. Um, And I think that's really the point of technique, is for us to be as expressive as possible. So um, I hope this video has been interesting and helpful to you, and uh, um, there'll be more videos about this Kul Nidre in the future, Um, uh, hopefully one uh, where I uh, perform it with a pianist, I just have to convince a pianist to to come do it with me. so, uh, once again, this is uh, Joseph Mendoz for virtualsheetmusic.com. Uh, uh, please leave plenty of comments uh, down below there and uh, also consider uh, purchasing this edition. I think you'll find it um, pretty interesting and, uh, and valuable. Thank you.